you can't judge anything until you've done it. And that's kind of the, the rabbit hole I fell down into. Dizzons Radio, episode 822, starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's uh, sponsor, if you will, is kind of me because uh, today's sponsor is my book. Be Ready on Race Day is available wherever books are sold as long as the home base of said place is Amazon. So it's not necessarily available everywhere. It's available on Amazon. It's available on Kindle. Um, not yet available on on Audible. I don't think it's. I don't think it makes the best audio book. Although I've had a few people ask about it. Um, maybe someday. Maybe someday we'll make that happen. But uh, I think the next book will be better on Audible. We'll get there when the time is right. Uh, but for now, today's episode is brought to you by Be Ready on Race Day. If you're if you're sick and tired of utilizing or trying to utilize a one size fits all type of training plan and, and, and you know kind of fitting your. Uh, your life, your square peg, if you will, into the round hole of uh, the one size fits all training plan. Why not get a training plan that actually fits for you? And you know, one reason might be that that can be a little bit expensive. You know, as a coach, I understand that that uh, you know, working with a coach, hiring somebody like me, may not fit in every budget. But most budgets, I think, can handle um, a book. You know, whether it's a digital book, a print book that tells you how to put a training plan together. You know, don't buy a book that just has a one size fits all plan in it. Anyway, if you do that, you might as well just get it for free. But better yet, get get the resources. You know, teach yourself how to fish, if you will. We can keep mixing metaphors here instead of instead of having somebody fish for you. Teach yourself how to fish. Teach yourself how to put a good training plan together, and then either get the one size fits all plan and tweak it, adjust it, and do it soundly. In a, in a reasoned way so it fits for you or just start from scratch write your own thing using using the book as a as a guideline to help keep you uh, keep you on track and make sure you're covering all your bases doing all the things that you need to do so if you haven't checked out be ready on race day yet head over to uh, be ready on race day.com which is a page on my website that has kind of all the information about the book you can get some sample chapters things of that nature or type it in on on Amazon or in the Kindle store and just type in Be Ready on Race Day. It'll pop right up. You can kind of get an idea of what the book's all about and uh, check it out. I think you'll find that it's it's useful, helpful, um, and if nothing else, certainly better than a one-size-fits-all. Just kind of, don't get me started. One-size-fits-all. Not the best thing. So anyway, enough rambling about the book. Uh, check it out if you want to. Be ready on racedaycom And now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, my guest today is a Disney fan through and through, and uh, as a runner, that means she's also a Run Disney fan through and through. So uh, we are on location today recording at the Coronado Springs Resort uh, a couple days before the Big Princess Half Marathon uh, race, but we're, you know, the day before the Half Marathon weekend officially kicks off. Uh, so we got you know all kinds of random Disney things to talk about, I'm sure, and who knows what else. 
uh, today with Miss uh, Jen Richley. So, Jen, thanks for joining us today, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, certainly uh, excited and, and been trying to line this up for a little bit and glad we're able to make it happen. And, uh, guys, if you enjoyed today's conversation, you want to kind of follow along with Jen and what she's got going on on Instagram is the pretty much the best place. Uh, the handle there is at Running Through Wonderland, which, again, kind of ties in the fact that uh, we're, we're a Disney fan around here. Uh, Instagram, at Running Through Wonderland, all one word. Uh, and as per usual, I have everything linked up in the show notes for today's episode, uh, which you can get to that link, disruns.com slash 822. Disruns.com slash 822 for the show notes today. Photos, links, the whole nine yards, they're right there, disruns.com slash 822. So, Jen, the way we always start off each episode of the show is with a, a pretty simple question. Sometimes it's an easy one to answer. Sometimes it's a little bit trickier to answer. It depends on the person. Um, but uh, certainly no right or wrong answer, but just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Uh, it's kind of a toss-up, actually. I like doing the halves. I do it. like riding, running the half marathons. I think it's a good distance. I'm training up for kind of my pace and my speed going through the half marathon, but I also I love running them in Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm local, sometimes I'll just do 10Ks, and that's a good one, too, that I like. A lot of my running partners will do 10Ks as just training or just getting ready for upcoming races, mm. but it's somewhere in between there. I'd probably say half over the 10K, though. Okay, okay. It's... <laughs> That's that's fair. Uh, like I said, I know it's it's a it's an easy question to ask. Sometimes it's, it's there's so many good choices when it yeah, comes to race distances. Yeah. Um, I do like the 10k, and I wish I wish that we had where where I live a few more options to get on the 10k once in a while because it's a, it's a good distance for yeah. sure. There's a lot more 5ks than I've mm-hmm. realized. I feel like every weekend there's a 5k every somewhere. Weekend. Yes. And I'm like, oh wow, <laughs> three <laughs> miles. Okay, cool. And there's like a couple lo- local races that are doing 15ks mm-hmm. or they're doing seven mile runs, and I'm like, it's such an odd number. <laughs> right. Because when you right. run down here, it's like five, ten, half. <laughs> right. So right. it's interesting that uh, they throw in other little distances. Yeah, and that's that's certainly something that um, is is nice about the running community, or at least you know the running world in general, is that there are so many options, and and even, it seems like more and more frequently. Like I feel like sometimes the the random distances are becoming. I don't want to say as popular, but like it's kind of like a way to distinguish yourself. Like everybody's got a 5K, everybody's got a 10K, but hey, let's let's throw a, a, an 8K out there. Let's do an 8K. Yeah, let's you know, do a 15K. Something, something Bring random, it on. Uh, is, is, is always nice. Uh, so how'd you get started running, Jen? Is this something that uh, is is uh, been a long time thing, a new time thing? Like where did you get started in the sport? <laughs> I've been an athlete since I can remember. So I did basketball for about 14 years. Loved it. Um, unfortunately, in high school, stopped due to some injuries. Uh then I got the itch to kind of go back, and I figured, let's try mixed martial arts. So I did that for a couple of years. Uh, hurt my knee in the process, so I had just been kind of training, and I was never really a runner. And then I stumble across Run Disney back mm. in 2015, and I'm like, wait, I can go to Disney and, like, get stuff and, like, <laughs> go for a run? I'm like, all right. So I started in 2015 with my first 5K Five years later, I'm still going, and I've run, like, countless half marathons, challenges. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, like, everybody laughs because they're like, you hurt your knees doing basketball, but you're running. Right. I'm like, well, I get shiny stuff at the end of it, (laughs) so it works out. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a little different wear and tear. The way, you know, not not as much stopping and starting and cutting and things like that. Although sometimes you got to dodge around people a little bit. So there's still a little bit of that. Oh, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. (laughs) Um, mixed martial arts. That's always a, a, a an interesting. Um, it's unexpected. It's unexpected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. There's been a couple of folks that have thrown that that curveball at me over the years. Um, what was what was the draw for that? If you, if you don't mind me asking, uh, I did it for a year or two with a couple of friends of mine, and then I just wanted to go back. Like I want to actually work up to getting my black belt, mm. 
and I just couldn't get there between scheduling and stuff like that. But I met really great people, and one of them is actually my race partner, Nick, through that program mm. that we were doing the MMA with. So I kind of just – I had, like, a spark for about two years, did some right. tournaments, you know, did some, you know, jujitsu and did a little bit of kickboxing, and then I kind of tapered off. <laughs> <laughs> I got to about I got to my green belt and that was as far as gotcha. I got. Hey, that's that's more than I've got. There's no doubt about that. Um, wow. Like again, I mean, like you said, unexpected. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Left field. I know. Left field. It's <laughs> it's all right though. It's all right. Um, so so, you know, handful of years ago, kind of start start running. Um, and and obviously once you find that the, there's a Disney connection, that that sparks it even more. Yep. Um, is the Disney Disney love been there? Forever. Forever? Forever. Yeah. It's my happy place. Mm-hmm. So I one of the draws that really got to me by doing the run Disney and going to Disney was um, just mental health. Mm-hmm. I don't talk a lot about it, but I, it was something that I knew if I went to Disney, I'd love it. Right. And then I can also have the, the benefits and the joys of running. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of helped me through, through some tough times. Right. But Disney has always been close. I've gone since I've been a kid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I came here on my honeymoon. And now I'm doing more and more run Disney events. I'm here, you know, three times a year, four times a year. So, you know, my, everyone jokes. like, why do you go back to Disney? It's like the same thing over and over. I'm like, it's not, though. Right. You know, there's so much to do and there's so much to see. And you just feel this magic, this overwhelming magic that it just, everything that you were worried about 10 minutes ago, <laughs> right. leave it in the past. Right. <laughs> Go stare at the castle a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is a, a good chance to just kind of get away yeah. from the world a little bit. And um, Sometimes I wonder, being local, and, and you know, we come up maybe not as often as, as one would think you should, but, you know, when you live here, it's, it's maybe not quite as big of a deal as, as it is when you don't. But it's, you know, we get our, our Disney fix in, you know, three and four hour chunks as opposed to three and four and five day chunks. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of a different, I don't know that one's better than the other because you get to do, you know, more frequently with a few hours here and there. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know that I leave the world behind as much as you probably do when you, when you come down here, which is, which is yeah. probably a good way to, to come here Pro- is to just leave everything behind. Yeah, just can. leave everything behind. And it's like this, it's the same thing like New York City. Mm-hmm. You know, I live just outside of New York City and everyone's like, oh, the hype of going to the city. And I'm like bunch yeah. of tall buildings some broadway <laughs> shows and a lot of people i don't right, know like right. so i get i get being like the local there's like this fantasy when you're not around it all the time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but i definitely like the disconnect yes <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely so take me back a little bit to kind of the, the early days of running and the early days of run disney um had you run a lot before you started coming down here or this was kind of the, the place the, where you, the running started this is where i started okay um I had done, I trained up, it was only a 5K when I first started because mm. I, was, I wasn't sure if I would like running. Right. And I wound up doing the, the frozen 5K, both literally and figuratively. <laughs> it was a 30-degree run, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I know Disney does theming, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> they control the weather, they too. They control yeah, the weather somehow. Down here. And I, so I, I wound up running it, running it, and I stopped, and I was like, I just did this mm-hmm. and it slowly grew from there. Like I trained up for the 10 K and then, you know, a couple a couple years later I was like, Nope, we're just doing a challenge. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's been growing right. and this is the first year that I can honestly say I've become more of an active runner mm-hmm. versus someone that was just kind of doing it for fun. Um, I never really did races outside of Disney for a couple of right. years and 
last year I had a run and I wasn't happy with it here in Disney and I wanted it to improve and do better. Mm -hmm. And I just got on a training program talking to other runners like right. on Instagram or talking with trainers that are were in my area just to kind of keep going and getting mm -hmm. better and better. And I, I look back at today when I ran and I, we ran the 5K and I do it in probably half the time that I right. started. So. Right. And it's just, it's growing and it's a, the, the running community is amazing. Right. And it's so supportive no matter what you need, if you need help, if you need advice. I mean, they're like, yeah, this is how I did it. See if mm -hmm. it works for you. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what I like about it so much. Yeah. It's, it's, um, if, if I'm hearing you correctly and obviously correct me if I'm wrong, um, but it's, it's a whole different, different thing when running is a regular part of the routine as opposed to. Oh yeah, there's a race coming up in a few months. I should probably start running again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you definitely see that progress start to build um, when and that consistency stays a, a part of what you're doing. Absolutely. Even the confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, like we when I ran the first one, I was like, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to have what. What am I doing? This right. is crazy. I ran this one. I you know I've run the other ones and local ones, and I'm like, whatever. Like, let's do right. this. We've got this. It's fine. Right. You know, enjoy the race. Enjoy the moment. So. Definitely yeah, a change. <laughs> it's it's nice when you can maybe not worry as much about whether or not I'll finish. Yeah. But just or whether or not I can do it. Um, but just, hey, like maybe I'm going to like, you know, you, you decide beforehand, hopefully going in, if you're going to run it hard or you're going to run it for fun and stop for photos, and whatever. But yeah. like when the when the when the question of whether or not you'll get to the finish line is is just moot like yeah that's that's a beautiful place to be you're just like all right you know what we're gonna get there let's have some fun while we're doing it and i like the fact that especially in the run disney's you can take those kind of like little breaks but you mm -hmm. can go take some pictures you know see some characters things like that so right. just adding the extra training into my into the my running my routine now has made like an amazing difference yeah, yeah it's it, that consistency it's it's, it's, it's huge it really is um so I, I think I kind of am putting this together correctly, but again, you know, never, never like to assume. I don't know. There could be something coming out of left there, field there again. Could be, <laughs> there could be another MMA turn that, that's going to happen here. Um, but you tend to, to run these races pretty relaxed, fun, stopping for photos, doing, living up the Disney side of it for living sure. Living up the Disney side of it, absolutely. Yeah, we one year did it pretty, pretty like hard. We wanted to run it just for time, and halfway through I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, what am I doing? Like, you're in Disney see some characters hang out like what are you doing <laughs> right right i i feel sometimes um that disney is, a, is not a bad race to run hard if you if you want to um especially if you can be in in one of the first handful of corrals like you don't have to be in, in corral a but if you can be in the first you know c d e somewhere in the in that range it might be a little bit tight at the beginning but it kind of opens up and you can you can start to go a little bit um and it's it, it can be a, a it can be a course that you can race pretty hard, but yeah, it's also, you know, like I used to do that. And then I, I had a couple of races where I was just like kind of running them more for training. I was like, well, I'll, I'll stop for the characters to prevent myself from running too hard. Right. Right. And, and after that, it was kind of a, a paradigm shift of like, for the most part, that's, that's the way to do these. Cause yeah. you know, like where else can you stop for a random picture with like Darkwing Duck in 2020? Like, I know. <laughs> they don't have those I, anymore. I, like you, you stop and you're like, oh, I got to go there. I got to do that. Like uh, one of the races we saw Frozone. Mm -hmm. I was like, he's never out anymore. This no. is awesome. Like, no. of course I'm going to stop and take a picture. So I like that relaxed atmosphere during these races. It's great. Absolutely. Do, do you have any Frozone being one probably, but other kind of random characters that you've been able to, to get that you're like, I, 
probably you don't ever really see in the parks anymore. Yeah, I, we've seen Evil Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Maleficent was out, which is probably like one of the coolest things. We saw Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Launchpad. That was a fun one. Yep, yep. Um, we, one of the coolest ones I think we've ever seen was, uh, I think it was actually last year, was the steampunk Maleficent from the Festival oh, of wow. Fantasy Parade. They had her, like, you were able to take pictures, and I was like, this is, I can actually, like, go up there and, like, <laughs> physically see it, right. like, physically touch right. it. And so it was kind of cool to, to see that. But, yeah, they bring out some amazing characters on the course. Yeah, that's 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 true. And then and then you get some of the, the quote-unquote regulars. Yeah. But they're in different costumes than yes. they would ever be. I, I remember in the, in the you know, marathon uh, a month ago, um, Actually, where we are at Coronado is kind of a of a Spanish type of themed mm-hmm. uh, resort, and they had like Spanish mini out, and it was just like like completely, you know, like like, left that, like where where else I, I don't know that 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 you can get that that character anywhere else any time of year. Yeah, but and you're there like, wait, she has that costume. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like what is going on here? Uh, so yeah, gotta gotta love the uh, the, the Disney uh, character experiences mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Um, you mentioned. The, the, the literal and figurative frozen uh, race from a few years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, these these races, I, I know it because of being local, that you can get these random days where it's, it's you know, it could be 30 degrees. It yep. could be 40 degrees and, and raining, which it kind of was about like that this, this morning for yes, the 5K. it was. <laughs> um, and then it can be, tomorrow it could be 60, 70 degrees. Yep. Um, when, you're, when you're coming from New York, mm-hmm. Um, where obviously this time of year you're not getting too many sixty and seventy like thirty and rainy is probably you know what you've what you like this is paradise with. I'll right. just go sit down in like a you know tank top <laughs> right but uh, you know how do you kind of prepare whether it's physically mentally maybe a little bit of both for coming from the north to a, a race where you know some I mean shoot I think it was last year it was it was wicked hot yeah, for really for the, the the princess half like what do you do to kind of get ready for that type of thing physically it's a lot of just training in any type of weather that we can. Mm. So um, we've done cold runs outside. You know, we've colder days. I'm close mm-hmm. to like in the 20s. Um, if we can't get outside, we're running indoors on treadmills. You know, making just doing hill intervals, right, stuff right. like that. Mentally, I think is the hardest part of it. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of dis. I don't want to say disengage, but just kind of like wrap it around your head. You're like there's an end goal here right and the right. end goal is to cross the finish line and you will get there and you will have people to support and the team that i run with um through the imagineer podcast we've we support each other so mm-hmm. you know hey come on i've got this let's go and just by kind of keeping the energy and the spirit you forget that it's cold or you forget right. that it's raining right. you know and that's i think that's the important thing we unfortunately for the 5k didn't realize it was going to be the weather that it was <laughs> right so here we are in some tank tops and you know t-shirts and wrapping ourselves in space blankets mm-hmm. but you know at the end of the day we cross the finish line with with smiles so right. you know that's right. that's that's the end goal so that's what you work towards is it is it tough and knowing that you've done these multiple times and this isn't this isn't your first rodeo um when when you get down here and, and yeah you know you've been training in it's you know 20s and 30s and maybe you know a, a warm day is in the 40s and in oh that sounds nice yeah <laughs> um, but then you get down here and it's a day like last year where it's you know it's it's 70 degrees before the race even starts mm-hmm. and it, you know once the sun comes up it's it's got awful out yeah, there you're roasting um, you know for you personally but also for those that are listening that are maybe in a you know maybe thinking about doing a Disney race at some point and they live somewhere up north or mm-hmm. you know any other type of race they're traveling to and and you know you're used to training and it's 30 degrees and all of a sudden you, you get there and it's 
75, 80 degrees. You're like, this like, is not what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, how do you handle that? How do you adjust? Do you do you adjust it? Or is the fact that you're kind of running it for fun kind of make it like, eh, whatever, the weather is what it is? I think it helps mm-hmm. to, to have that, that we're running it for fun. But I know when what we do is we kind of plan for anything we can when it comes to costumes. Uh, so um, we'll have costumes for the 75-degree weather. We'll have costumes for this type of thing but it's it's just kind of adding on in layers um anybody that's interested in doing it you know and they have weather like this bring old sweatshirts mm-hmm. bring a towel bring something that you can donate you know so you can throw it to the side of the road right. when you're in the middle of the race because disney will disney will donate it mm-hmm. so that's i actually learned that very early on i saw people walking around in very old sweaters or having old towels and i'm like what why would you do this and they said just keep you warm right until right. you're ready to go and then on the flip side on the hot days you know, I don't want to say grin and bear it, but that's kind of like the way it is. You just right. you you have to listen to your body, and and you'll know when it's like I can't run. I have to take it slow. I have to make sure I have water and hydrate. Mm-hmm. Run belts are like the, my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Access to water whenever you need it. So, mm-hmm. just definitely research it and and do what feels right for you because right. everybody's different. But these are some of the tricks that from other runners I've learned. Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean that's that's. You know, the, 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 the tricks that you've learned because they're the, what they're about all you can. I mean, you know, you, you can't control the weather. Maybe the yeah. mouse can control the weather once in a while. Apparently he does. Once <laughs> in a while. Um, but not, not all the time. As, as uh, If you've run enough Disney races, you, like, <laughs> you had some of those hot days or the yeah. random cold days or the days that it rains and that screws oh, yeah. things up or whatever the case might be. So, you know, it's, it's, you know that's, that's running in general. Yeah. Right? You know, wh- wherever you are, the weather can always turn sideways exactly. on you. Exactly. Yeah. You have to and you just kind of have to do it. Have to roll with it. Have to roll with it. So now that you've, um, you know, mentioned kind of getting more consistent with your running mm-hmm. and making it more of a not just Disney thing, but but something that uh, is is a regular part of the routine. How is how is that? Um, I, I mean, has it? What's what's the difference for you? And outside the obvious, <laughs> the difference for you between running and being part of the race running community races back home versus the run Disney scene and, and, you know, again, the obvious being you're not at Disney World <laughs> and, and that type of thing. Um, but similarities, differences, how, how are you kind of adjusting to the new chapter of, the, of your running story, if you will? I, I found out that I love it more than I thought I would. Mm. You know, just being in the run Disney, when it was just run Disney, you saw people that were taking part in the races and you're like, oh, that's really cool. I love this. And, but it was a very small little niche. Mm-hmm. And then once I took a step out and I started to broaden my race horizons, you know, s- taking part of different runs and looking into different runs, I just started to discover more and more of a great group of people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, dealing with, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say it, you know, mental illness. And it's great to have the support mm-hmm. because not every day is perfect. Right. So you have a lot of people that are willing to you know, stand by your side and willing to kind of help you out. And, you know, you start to see the same people over and over again at the mm-hmm. local races because here we all are. And whether you're the fastest runner or the slowest runner, everybody's waiting for you at the finish line, mm-hmm. you know, and you have this sense of accomplishment of, okay, I've gotten better. And you you start to figure out who you are as a runner. How do I run? How do I pace myself, which I stink at? Like, <laughs> I, like I come off the starting line like a bullet, and then by, like, mile three, I'm like, that was a terrible nope. idea. Right. Why would I do next that? Time, <laughs> next time I'll improve on this, and the next time, same thing yeah, happens. Yeah, you're like, oh, and the next time I run out of the bullet, but now I make it to mile four right. before I go, what am I doing? <laughs> 
Um, you know, so you start to figure out who you are as a runner and you're shaping yourself as a runner and it only just, it improves you. It improves mm-hmm. you physically and improves you ment- mentally because you have people that are kind of guiding you along the way and that's an, it's a beautiful thing about the running community. Yeah, no, it abs- absolutely is. And, and uh, you know, I mean, talking to a bunch of runners, you know, a bunch of runners listening today, like, like everybody's probably not in, not in the head going, yep. Like, yep. like I remember when it kind of became, when it clicked yeah. you know, and, and you, you kind of get in those, those groups and, and like you said, people that you, you share a city with, mm-hmm. your city's a little bigger than, than uh, some of the other Just cities, but, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but even, even in the smaller towns, the smaller cities where you might never see these people in your day to day life, mm-hmm. but every time you run a race, there they are. And, and you start to get some of those friendships and then yeah. all that, and that can create more social connections outside yeah. of running. But it started there. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's one of those webs that can get pretty tangly yeah, it does. the longer you're in it. And you're like, where did I see you again? Oh, yeah, you were in that 5K from <laughs> <Right>. last week. <laughs> right. and, th- and then you both wind up at Disney for a race sometime, and you bump into each other and you go, what the hell? How, how are you? Here? Like, what, what are you doing here? And, and you're like, you're here too. <laughs> right. Actually, that's funny because one of my, one of the people that actually ran a couple of weeks ago for one of our local runs is down here. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, really? Okay, it small happens. world. It, it is. It is. No, no, pun, no intended. pun intended. I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned the, the the Imagineer podcast. We had Matt on the show a while back. I, I, uh, mm-hmm. I should have I, I knew that Matt was going to probably come up at some point. I should have checked the show number. I think it was like <laughs> 802, 803, something like that. Something so like that. If, if for those that missed it, and you want to go back. It's not too far back in the archives. Um, but but putting together kind of a running team, a group from from the podcast. Mm-hmm. How did that idea come about? Um, I kind of roped everybody in <laughs> to the Run Disney fan club. Because all I did was talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And last year, Matt and his wife, Joanna, happened to run the 5K Mm -hmm. and the 10K and enjoyed it. And they had a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs, took pictures. We talked about it pretty much for months after it ended. Mm -hmm. And I had said to Matt, I said, you know, we should do a team. Just get a whole bunch of people together that whether you're a strong runner or a new runner and join this community. So it's kind of like I I wanted to share what I was getting with other people, mm-hmm. which is just this confidence, this happiness, this support through running. Right. And, you know, Matt's wonderful in the fact that he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's bring him on and we'll actually create a, a team team. And it's it's we're small. We're starting off small, but it, it's something that I hope grows in the future. Mm-hmm. And we can get people from everywhere and we can do the florida runs you know or we can go to paris and do the right, paris runs right i'm fine with that i'll totally i will volunteer <laughs> yeah, to go there the bullet to go yeah to paris to if go it's run. just well me be. i'm fine with it right. <laughs> well and, and yeah it's 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 great to bring those types of things together and and i know that i've noticed from you know from from this show from the the facebook group that i have the the, the people that i you know work with and whatnot that having the chance to to be at the same race together yeah. is a pretty, pretty cool experience. And so I'm, I'm curious, you know, as you guys are putting this together and kind of coming up with the, the concept, obviously it, it helps that, that Matt's show yeah. centered around Disney. Yep. So most of the people listening, probably Disney fans, and if they're going to run, they're probably going to run Disney. So it's kind of a, you know, kind of instead out. of having a thousand races to <laughs> choose from, it's like there's five race weekends and like, I'm done this weekend. Know, it's right, fine. <laughs> right. Um, but, but, you know, getting to, to the question, what has it been like for you? And you can even speak for Matt since he's not here right now. <laughs> um, but for y'all to be able to meet folks in person that maybe you've met, you know, that are listeners to, the, to his podcast or you've met in, in Facebook groups or, or whatever, you know, you've met virtually 
but being able to to meet in person and whether it's share miles or a, a meal or whatever what's that been like it's cool i gotta say because you have this you you know people in kind of like two worlds i feel like mm-hmm. you know them on either instagram or social media or the and then you know them like who they are like in person right and to be able to to actually physically connect is is really amazing because it's a disney community mm-hmm. and disney community is amazing but it's kind of fun because now they see the excitement that we have from running and the medals that we walk around with and just the good time that we had. And hopefully that kind of, you know, convinces them to kind of hang along. Right. right. And it's a lot of fun. It's great meeting people. I do enjoy it. Yes. Yes, I, I agree. I, and it, it's it's sometimes strikes me as ridiculous because I, I would class myself as an introvert's introvert. Uh, yeah, that's me too. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, like between talking to people on the podcast, meeting, you know, going to, to meet with people, uh, you know, that I met through the internet. Like, I don't have any reservations about that, but if it was just kind of like a random, like, Hey, why don't you go meet so-and-so at like, I have zero desire. So it's, it's, it's kind of just still, I'm the same way. Exactly. Hard same for way. Me to, to wrap my head around how that little bit of online interaction, sometimes more than others, but, but certainly not anything in person, but it's just yeah. like all the walls just kind of come down and like, you know, whether for, for in your case, it's running community and Disney community. I, it's so wonderful. It's like, Best of both you know, worlds. That, that, that's weeding out a lot of the, uh, the, the, the shenanigans. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're coming together with people that share common interests and it's just like, yeah. hey, let's, let's hang out. And it's, it's like, yeah, like let's, let's get fast passes <laughs> together or whatever, whatever it ends let's up go being. Let's mine train. Come on. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, shifting gears slightly as we're getting kind of close to starting to think about wrapping this thing up, but okay. um, still kind of Disney-ish related, I guess. Okay. Um, but the travel side of things. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of talked about a little bit as far as preparing and then coming to race, but what about, or what, what have you kind of found works best for you in terms of traveling to a race? So whether this is, you know, obviously for you, it's, it's a Disney situation, but for folks that are traveling to run a race for any reason, mm-hmm. any time, um, you know, what, 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 do you, what is your experience? What is your advice as far as run the race at the beginning of the trip versus the end of the trip traveling, you know, running a race and then racing to the airport and jumping on an airplane, like, like kind of, you know, we'll kind of maybe dive, in, dive into a couple different angles here before we wrap up. Okay. So, um, I, for the princess, especially we have, I teach, so we have mm-hmm. to be back in school on Monday cause we're off obviously president's week. So right. we run the mar- we run the half marathon at the end, the tail end. And you know what? It's really not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you stretch out, you foam roll if you have it, or you just mm-hmm. use a trigger ball, make sure that you just, you stretch out and you, and you loosen your legs because mm-hmm. you just ran 13.1 miles and you've got all that lactic acid building up. So give your, definitely give yourself a good stretch. And then, you know, if you run on a plane, that it is what it is. <laughs> like we hang out at the parks a little bit, give ourselves a little bit of time to kind of cool down and decompress and then we'll take a night flight. But running at the end is really not that bad. No, <laughs> no, it's actually not bad. I know people that have run at the beginning and then they have the parks to go. And I, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a wrong way to do it. Right. You know, they both work. If you're just, if you have a plan of how to get there and what, what to do on race days and where you're going, Mm -hmm. like, don't go to dinner at nine o'clock at night, you know, take a five o'clock dinner and just kind of like those little things I think are very important. Especially here where the, the race time start isn't exactly, you know, an, a bright and early 7 or 7.30 in the morning. No. Like, like people are already finished at 7 yeah. or 7.30. I, I crossed about 6.15, and I was like, sun's not even up. Cool. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, not, not uh, waiting too long to, to get in bed the night before. Definitely important. Yeah. Have you ever had any um, close calls, issues with getting back to the airport on time? And last year. Last year? <laughs> last year. We, we made the, the very unwise decision to... <laughs> have a five o'clock flight 
And I was like, oh, it's plenty of time. We'll be fine. We'll get to the airport. And not thinking that Disney picks you up three hours beforehand oh. for the My Magical Express. And I, I was actually very scared that we were going to miss it wow. because we had run the half. And I think we got back just in time where we can kind of just quick shower and go, and go because I think it was within a half hour. Wow. That we almost missed it. So that was a learning experience. Book a little bit later flight. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> Book a later flight. Um, but no, overall, we've been pretty we've been pretty good about it. So that, yeah, that was one big thing. Just And don't check your bag with the My Magical Express on the way home. Just put it just underneath. Take and it with you. Take it with you because if your bus breaks down, which has happened to us, oh, no. that means your luggage gets to your delegation at the end and right. it's waiting for you. Right. So... You know, I know it's convenient. You don't have to drag it around or anything, but peace of mind for me. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, any any kind of maybe less Disney specific, but travel recommendations? You know, like like I've done I've done a race before where it was it was uh, it was a marathon, and you know it was kind of one of those where I think we got to the airport like an hour before the flight type of deal, but it was pretty much left right after the race. Um, and that was, you know, not a terrible flight, but not, not, uh, not comfortable. Not maybe not the most comfortable thing. So how do you, you know, when you're on the on the flight, you know, what what do you do to kind of try to keep loose, keep the blood flow, and all that That's type of hard. stuff? That's hard. Yeah, um, I like the window seat, so of course I can't so just like get yeah. yeah right. So you know, then I feel awkward. Like, hey, I gotta go and like do a lap up and down <laughs> the lanes. Um, usually, what I'll do is like right before the flight, I will just try to stretch out my legs, mm-hmm. just do a couple little quick static stretches, just make sure everything's loose, and hopefully once or twice on the flight, I just get up, just go to the bathroom, just make sure you can right. kind of. But definitely, the days after is really important. Like, take a, take a day just to do a light run, roll out, get mm-hmm. just make sure everything's kind of working because it's tough going right. back. You right. know, sitting in that little seat where you have like <laughs> three inches, yeah. no room, right? <laughs> <laughs> so luckily this flight we actually bought extra leg room so I'm like cool I can actually stretch out a little bit. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um What about uh and again, I mean I I hate to keep kind of piling on the same topic but okay. you know, for those that aren't Disney fans but still travel into races, I mean this is something that they got to do. Yeah, is is definitely um you know, part of of getting back from a race mm-hmm. weekend, especially when the when the race is at the end of your end of your trip. Yeah. Um What's it like going back to, to the real world the next day? I mean, you're going back to, to school after a week off anyway. Yeah, um, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, I would say, how, how tough is that? Day one is, is tough. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because it it'll take me a couple of days just to kind of get back into the flow of it, it's, even with my race routine, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll go back to school, and I'll, be, I'll probably be angry for, like, the first hour. <laughs> so and my students the, the kids are like, that have first block are not, yeah. not, not going to be the best day? <laughs> my students are like, uh, you okay? And I'm like, don't talk to me. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in mourning right now. <laughs> So they actually know. They're pretty funny because I told them we were going to Disney, and he, they're like, oh, we won't talk to you unless you need us to. And I'm like, smart move. Good, good like, plan. Good plan. Yep. Good plan. So they're, you know, they kind of know. But the first thing is kind of always a blur because you're just kind of like kind of half sleeps from, you know, the race mm-hmm. and the traveling and just kind of getting through the day. So that's always, that's always tough. But you get the Disney blues pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Even even just coming off from, like, a regular race, you know, if you're just not doing a Disney race, you're coming over from the weekend, you still have that, like, energy. Right. Because you're like, oh, I just did this yesterday. Right. I just did that. And you want to kind of, like, get back into it. So I always try to plan something to look forward to. So I have, like, a race stacked up or a trip stacked mm. up or something that I can be like, okay, this is my goal to train for. Gotcha. And, yeah. But it's tough the first day. <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely is. And, and, and you're right. I mean, it's it's that post-race 
there's excitement, but there's also blues. No matter no matter no what matter the what. race is, no matter what no the matter race what. is, you've been training for something, you've been looking forward to it. It's been a goal. Yeah. And now you, it's in the past. You have like, right. You have something next. you're look, looking forward to for so long, and you're like, oh, now I got the medal. Now it's like, now what? Right. right. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, I I've I've certainly been there, um, and and not so much anymore. Thankfully, like because kind of like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. running is now just part of it's just, my yeah. everyday. Like it's not like race day is a special day, yeah. But it's not a whole lot more special than just going out on the trails just, and running. Just a, an extra, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so you know, having I, I can I can understand the idea of like needing to have a race to look forward to. Uh, so what you know, what what else is on your calendar? We're at, we're at Princess Weekend here. Princess Weekend's um, here. What's yeah. what's uh, what are you going to be looking forward to Monday morning? <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. All right, back back for more. We're back for more. Um, then we have a couple of races that are local in the area. We're doing like beach races and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, We'll also be doing the the Disney virtual shorts. Okay. Because why not? They're, why not? You know, if you're going to run, earn a medal for it. <laughs> and then we're back here for the wine and dine in November. That's the goal is to get all three out of the four. Three of the four. Yeah. Three of the four. And then, and then marathon weekend is just with your teaching schedule. Yeah, this is kind it, of not doable. Yeah. It's because it, it comes off right of our holiday break. So it depends on where it falls. Sometimes I, you know, I were talking and we're like, we just want to do the marathon. And then we're like, no, we just want to do the half. <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there. So we're trying to, to squeeze it in just to at least go down and experience the weekend. Yeah. Cause we've never actually seen it. I, I've watched, you know, fellow runners mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. Right. But, um, yeah, that's the one that we're missing. So one year we're trying to get all four one year. It'll happen. <laughs> It'll, It'll happen. happen. Oh yeah. You just got to get the, the calendar to line up correctly or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Who knows? The stars Who knows? align the or stars something. stars will align. Uh, but I, I think it's safe to say the races probably aren't necessarily going anywhere. So, you know, you just no. got to, got to make it work, uh, eventually when it does. So as we're, as we're getting to the point of, of wrapping up, Jen, the way mm-hmm. I kind of like to close these things is with, uh, Something that sometimes sounds a little scary when I say the philosophical question, but it's oh. just, just kind of the, the open-ended, kind of like the introductory question, but kind of something that's fairly open-ended okay. and, and kind of way, way to wrap it up. But um, I know from people that are listening, uh, from talking to them, mm-hmm. that, uh, and, and maybe just in general, I feel like there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's the Disney people. And then there's the not Disney people. Right. And there's not a lot of people that are in the middle that are kind of like, yeah, you know, Disney, like, take it or leave it. Like, like yeah. you, you're, you're pretty polarized one way or the other. Um, ass- assuming that maybe there's one person that is kind of in that middle ground. Um, that would of, be me. <laughs> of, of, I like Disney, but it's not everything Disney um, that, that has never run a, a Disney race before. Um, how, would you, how would you sell them to take the plunge to, to come – some point, one of the one of the race weekends, um, and make this a, a race that you know, like like, what is your selling pitch on Run Disney? I guess for oh not, that, not that they need any I help, but, but yeah, suppose I they think do. They're fine. Um, I guess the biggest thing I can tell anybody is do exactly what I did. Just try it once, mm. and it's kind of like you got to try everything to know whether you like it or you don't like it. And you got if you give your second to yourself a second to be like, I'm just going to do it one time, see if it's my cup of tea. Then, you know, you can make the decision of like, well, I tried it. Now I know it's not for me and and move on. But, you know, you can't judge anything until you've done it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the the rabbit hole I fell down into. You did you did one and then you realize it's an accomplishment. Even if you're an experienced runner, there's still that you still get the accomplishment. You still get the runner's high. You still get like the chills and you just get a little bit of extra magic that Disney provides, mm-hmm. whatever that magic is. Cause it's kind of personalized. I feel like because everybody runs differently, right. 
but one time. Just give it one time. Do a 5K, do a 10, do the half, do all three. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. You know, it's just prove to yourself that it's the one thing, it's something you want to do or not do. Right, right. Yeah, that's, and, you know, you could you could extrapolate that onto a dozen different areas too. Right. Try try it once and, and try see. Once. Try try a five k. Try a marathon. Try Brussels sprouts. Whatever it goes a dozen different directions. But I think it's it's a great uh, great uh, something to keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, certainly. So, uh, guys, once again, at Running Through Wonderland is the handle on Instagram, and uh, disruns dot com slash eight two two is the link that'll take you back to the show notes today. Uh, if there's anything that you missed, you want to check it out there. We'll have everything uh, written up. Links, the whole nine, disruns.com slash 822. So, Jen, uh, thank you for, uh, for taking the time this morning, uh, interrupting a little bit of your, your trip to, to chat with me for a bit. Certainly appreciate it. And uh, even though this is not coming out until after you've already run, uh, so, we, you know, we can, I can say congratulations on a job well done. Thank you. But have fun this weekend, too. Right? <laughs> Enjoy yourself will. out there. Uh, thanks for the time and, and nothing but the best going forward. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was fun. All right. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Jen and myself. And as per usual, we'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was what was your takeaway from today? Uh, for me, it came early uh, when Jen was talking about consistency and how you know maybe being a bit more of a consistent runner as opposed to just training for a race, but kind of making running a regular thing that she does really has kind of made a big difference in how, how, you know, how she's able to race, how she feels, um, you know, all, all aspects of performance. And we've, we've talked about consistency before. Um, but you know, I, I think it's important enough a, for me to mention it again. Um, but B, I think that, that a lot of times in, and even today, you know, we kind of talked about consistency in terms of your training and there's no, qu- no, no question or no doubt, but no, but, but I can't say no quout, right? <laughs> there's, there's no question in my mind, no doubt in my mind at all, that consistency and the value of consistency expends, extends far beyond, quote unquote, just your running. You know, um, when it comes to doing the little things, which I've been known to talk about once or twice, consistency on those fronts is vital as well. You know, um, Specifically, one area that I'll, I'll just mention here that I've been studying a lot more recently, reading books on, um, just got my aura ring not too long ago, or at least as, as you know, this episode was recorded getting getting prepared about a month ago, I got my aura ring, uh, looking at trying to improve my sleep game. And, and every resource I check, aura ring, every book, every article, every sleep expert that I listen to an interview about, every single one of them says that one of the most important things to do to improve the quality of your sleep and, and how, you know, and improve the, the, the quantity sometimes as well is to be consistent with your bedtime and your wake time. And, uh, I know for some of us that can be a little bit difficult if you're running, you know, maybe your long runs are early on a, on a Saturday or Sunday, like they are for me, the, those early morning Saturday runs, uh, you know, my, my bedtime might be about the same on, on Friday night, but certainly getting up early on Saturday and that's Okay here and there, but, you know, having a drastic swing every weekend or various nights of the week, things like that, uh, can really just wreak havoc on your sleep game. And while the sleep game has nothing to do with, uh, my takeaway from today's conversation with Jen, it's just another example of the power of consistency, the value of consistency and how sometimes I'm certainly guilty of this. I don't know about you, but I'm certainly guilty of, of poo-pooing consistency in certain parts of my life. 
You know, oh, it's, I don't have to get up too early to run tomorrow, so I'll stay up a little bit later tonight. Well, not only can that screw up, you know, how, how I sleep that night, but it can then throw off my rhythm the rest of the week. Better to be consistent with it. Diet, same way. Strength training, same way. You know, you don't have to hit it super hard one day and then take a bunch of days off. Just, you know, do your normal routine and keep building over time. Running, obviously also the same. Keep showing up. Keep putting the miles in. Keep training intelligently. Certainly that doesn't mean you can't take a day off or two or three here and there. We, we should take a day off here and there, I think. Some of you streakers might disagree with me, but that's, that's another topic for another day. Um, but being consistent is just, is just something I think that's, that's not flashy, not exciting, doesn't always look good on, on social media, but boy, is it effective. Boy, is it effective. So in, in whatever area of your life you're trying to improve, you listen to this, maybe it's your running, listening to other podcasts, other books, whatever, um, consistency is just vital, just vital. Again, not something we haven't talked about before, but something that I think is important enough that uh, it, it immediately stood out to me. I immediately made a note that, yep, consistency, going back, listen to it again. Yep, consistency, that's that's my takeaway, hands down from today's episode. Just a reminder how much of a difference that can really make in my running, in my life, and probably in everything in between as well. So that's it for me. Uh, what about you? What stood out to you from today? What was what was your takeaway uh, let me know at Disruns on Twitter, at Disruns on Instagram. You can also uh, let me know by sliding into the old email inbox, which is kind of a hot mess, but I st- I, I'll get to them eventually. I always do. Uh, at least I hope I always do. Goodness gracious. But uh, Disruns at gmail.com is the website or is the email address. And uh, you can always head back to the show notes as well. Got photos, uh, links, the whole nine yards. And there's also that comment section at the bottom of the page. And you can leave your thoughts and feedbacks and takeaways there. Also, Disruns.com slash 822, 822. It's a link to get back to the show notes today. Um, whatever works best for you. Whatever whatever works best for you to let me know what stood out to you from today's episode, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. So let me know if you're so inclined. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and, and start to, to pull this one into the into the harbor a little bit. Uh, once again, be ready on raceday.com is the website if you want to check out the book. Uh, if, if you have already gotten a book, uh, we'd love a, a, a review on Amazon if you're, if you're so inclined and haven't done so already. Um, but if you have any questions about the book, let me know. Um, I'm, I'm not one of those pushy sales guys. Like I'll just answer your questions. And, uh, you know, if that means that you want to get the book, great. And if I answer your question and now you don't need to get the book, well, that's cool too. I don't, I don't mind. I'm here to help. Uh, but if you want to check out the book and maybe start writing your own training plans instead of just downloading and hoping for the best, be ready on racedaycom or just search for be ready on race day on Amazon or Kindle and uh, get yourself a copy. Let me know what you think once you do. And with that, we'll go ahead and uh, pull this one into the harbor. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, tell a friend. That's always a great way to help the show as well. And uh, until next time, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you guys.